This is Dr. Janelle Kim, and today I would love to take this opportunity to share a bit about my story and how I got to where I am today and, of course, where I wish to be. So I think the best way to begin is to share that I believe I was put on this earth to do exactly what I'm doing right now. That doesn't mean that I always knew I would be doing exactly what I'm doing right now, but I can say that when I think back to even when I was little, I always truly did feel a certain connection, whether it was conscious in the front of my mind or not. My father was Korean, my mother is American, and so right there, the integration of East meets West is something that, of course, is so significant and important to me in my life because that is exactly who I am. I was raised with a lot of tradition. My father and my mentor was a man of great principle, of compassion, someone who truly dedicated his entire life to doing everything in his power to make this world better and to share all that he has learned from our lineage with the world, with the hopes of making people happier, living a more balanced life through medicine, through movement, and through meditation. I come from a long lineage of doctors, herbologists, who also dedicated their lives to understanding the human condition so that we are able to have the benefits as we do right now through the medicine that they dedicated their lives to understanding, and this is herbal medicine specifically. This is an important place to start because this is my deepest root, my lineage. It is exactly what I feel drives me to do all that I'm doing in a sense. Of course, I believe that I came into this world with a very strong purpose, and I feel that that's why I'm part of this lineage of people who have dedicated their lives, and I feel very compelled, uh, at the least, to continue sharing the secret formulas that have passed down in the lineage that can really help us for longevity, wellness, even beauty, as well as the philosophy that has existed for centuries, not just in my lineage, but centuries and human experience, if you will, and the way in which we relate to the universe, which I kind of sum up as the Tao. For the last 20 years of my life, I focused on medicine, which is one of the three pillars. The three pillars I speak of often because I believe that it kind of sums everything up. It's hard to sum everything up, but I believe that's one of my roles in this life is doing my very best to combine that East and West to combine the ancient with modern or old and new and be able to share all that has been passed down in my lineage, all that I have seen in my life change so many people's lives, including my own. And really at the end of the day, share these principles of the three pillars, medicine, meditation, and movement, because I truly believe that this is what can empower us no matter what is happening in our life, what is happening around us. Because I truly believe that, and I know that this is also one of our universal principles, that life happens. There's ups and there's downs. There's the happiest moments and the most challenging of moments. And I certainly have walked through mine. But it is my belief that we cannot avoid anything. Also, this is what I've been taught and what has been handed down. We can't avoid anything. So what can we do? 
we have to balance with it. We have to remember that during the most happy times, there's going to be a moment again in the future where we might have another low time. And when we're in moments where we feel so overwhelmed, maybe so sad, maybe so frustrated, ultimately we're in one of the the valleys of our life. It's so important to remember that there will be a moment where there will be another up. Where there's an up, there's a down. And where there's a down, there's an up. And when it comes to the three pillars, these are ways that have been passed down for many centuries that, as far as I'm concerned, are time-tested and what, what can truly be stronger than the human experience through time. There's a reason why things have been passed down in my lineage for so long. There's a reason why things have been passed down through so many ancient cultures for so long. And I say it's just because they're effective, they work. And when you look at the three pillars, medicine, movement, and meditation, ultimately by incorporating these categories, these practices in your life, this is the way where we can find that balance, longevity, beauty, happiness, peace, all the things that we wish for. So for the last 20 years as I just began, I devoted my life towards the medicine pillar. 20 years ago, I studied and received my master's in Eastern medicine. Now I hold my doctorate. This is not exactly what I always thought I would do. There was a time that I thought I was heading down the road of Western medicine. And then it occurred to me, long story short, through some experience that I walked through in my early adult years, around 19 or so, 1920. And I realized there's so much that I have seen in my life that so many people didn't know. And that had a lot to do with Eastern medicine. And so I decided to kind of, (laughs) in a split second, it seemed, make a decision to go down the path of Eastern medicine. And the second I did, I knew that that was my passion and what I wanted to devote much of my life to. And so I studied and practiced both here in the United States as well as abroad in East Asia with amazing practitioners, doctors. And once again, life took a shift. I wish to always have um, clinics around the world, just like my great-grandfather, Jinbo Kim, which is what my lab is named after, who my lab is named after, JBK Wellness Labs. I believed and wanted to always have clinics, and as it would turn out, my life my life pivoted, and that is part of what I speak of with living meditation, which is the second pillar. But ultimately, what that means is when life shows you certain opportunities, we have to have our eyes open. And even if it feels scary, you have to walk forward. And this is the first moment in my life I truly did that. And what I realized was the world was calling me to take the medicine in a different manner than just being in clinics, but to take it out into the world. And I hesitated at first for a, a myriad of reasons. But I started to realize instead of being disappointed that I was kind of being pushed to, for example, create formulas. Everyone, for some reason during that time in my life, kept asking for different formulas to help their patients or help, you know, whether it was skincare, dermatology, whether it was muscle and joint formulas, whether it was formulas for digestive. I found that so much of my life was going down that direction. I started to realize and people started to really ask, please do something with these formulas, bring them to the world. And I realized, you know what, maybe my calling is not to have clinics. Maybe my calling is I have to do something with these formulas and take it out into the world, which the world, it was very new. <laughs> and so I, down the road a bit, I found myself doing just that. And I ended up being at the forefront of the natural products industry. Basically, that means being on the first wave of explaining the importance and creating formulas that were truly natural and clean, which was not so easy to do at a time where there were not a lot of ingredients that helped you to make such beautiful, luxurious, natural formulas that still had the strength of the herbal medicine, for example. And we took those, myself and and, uh, 
basically the teams that I are working with. I headed these teams in creating formulas that were starting to be carried and still to this day are carrying your high-end spas, resorts, uh, Four Seasons, your Ritz-Carlton's, your high-end retailers, Nordstrom's, Neiman Marcus, going into Whole Foods. We have clients now that are in CVS, Walgreens, but they're all rooted in the very medicine and the very pillar that I speak of, which is a beautiful thing. And so that was probably one of the first moments in my life, the last 20 years, quite a moment, where I really saw it and I'm still working hard to do so. Moving on now, I find myself really jumping into something that is so incredibly important to me, and that is the second pillar, which is meditation, what I call living meditation. It is ultimately the way of life, the philosophy, if you will, that of course you can say is rooted in East Asia. Its understanding is similar to the, to the Tao, if anyone is familiar with that. I like to say it's where mindfulness meets the Tao. That is living meditation. And I truly wish to be able to share these principles because I have seen and I feel so deeply within me that these principles that have been passed down for so long are exactly what we all need to be able to empower ourselves and to get through challenging and also wonderful times, just as I had mentioned previously. It had been my dream to write a book for quite some time. Here I found myself again on a path that, that I did not know where how to get on it or where it would lead. In fact, once again, just like in the beginning stages of medicine where so many people had said to me, you know, Janelle, I don't know about herbs. I don't know about Asian medicine. I don't think it's going to work. And I smiled and I kept moving because I knew deep in my heart there was something there that people, that would help people. And sure enough, now we look and East and West are coming together like never before. It's just happening. And Korean beauty is one of the biggest industries in the world. Well, here I am again when it came to the philosophy in the book. So many people had said to me, Janelle, it's very, very difficult. It's a difficult path because my wish was to find a traditional publisher because I felt that was going to be the biggest way to be able to reach as many people as possible in the quickest way possible. And not everything in my life has to be quick, but when I feel like I have to share it, I, I appreciate when it can be a little quicker than not. And of course, we all have this one life, including myself, and there is a time to it, right? A time limit, that is. And so I wish for this. I told my mentor, my father, I really, really wish to publish a book one day. I remember him hearing me. And so I walked down this path, and, and we did not even necessarily intend to make a manuscript. That's the truth. I would sit constantly with my father, absorbing everything that he could possibly share of his time with his master in East Asia, in the mountains, which is something that I share in the manuscript in the book that I ultimately have written now. Something a little different than we're used to Western culture. But he shared all of these stories and we spoke and I started gathering and taking notes of all of the principles of Myung-sung, living meditation. Myung-sung is a translation or one of the translations is meditation. And as I was writing down all of these notes, compiling all of this, I just had more and more of a calling to share this with the world because of its ability to help strengthen and balance the mind and how we look at life and change our perspective and get through things and relate to each other, understand ourselves, relate to the universe and the nature of everything around us. And about six years ago, my father suddenly passed away. It was very unexpected to us. It truly was my worst nightmare. And, uh, I don't say it often, but I will say it now. An interesting thing happens to you when the worst thing you could possibly think of actually occurs. <laughs> and I did. I walked through that. I had certainly walked through some challenging moments throughout my life, you know, starting even when I was young. And I was able to get through those, but this one was a little bit more jarring. And 
I was compelled more than ever to make sure that I was able to write the book I was thinking of, even though it didn't even, it hadn't even come to fruition until then, that really this is what I wanted to do. It was that important to actually put it in writing, make a book and try to bring it into the publishing world. So right after my father, I felt very compelled to do so. And I started searching, and there there was someone who, who knew this industry very well and had said to me, it's a little soon, so give it a moment. And I thought, no, but ultimately she was right. And I'm grateful because I did take a moment to kind of gather my thoughts, you know, ground myself a bit after this very shocking situation, take care of my family, make sure the businesses were still running, basically come alive again. And... It also gave me time to really start to compile how I wanted this book to look. And so about a year and a half, two years ago, I thought, I, you know, I'm ready. And I searched high and low, educated myself, found amazing people to help me write a beautiful book proposal, which I ended up putting out into the world. I found an incredible agent, someone very well known in the industry right there. That was my, one of my first wishes had happened. I had found someone that it could help me find the way to this publishing house. At this time, right when this happened, our whole lockdown started. And at that time, I kept hearing, oh, this is the worst. It was the worst probably for our whole world to walk through on every level you could possibly think of as far as things literally locking down and shutting down. Because I don't talk about it all the time, but I think we can all agree no one knew what was happening. And certainly that's what happened in the publishing world. Everything had shut down. And I was told once again, Janelle, I don't know if this is going to work you know, right now. So why don't we do a little self-publishing? Why don't we do this? And I kept thinking, no, I have so much faith that this is the path and this is how these philosophies and principles are supposed to go out. And so I asked, can we just wait a little bit longer? Let's keep moving. Well, of course, my agent said yes. And lo and behold, about one month later, we started getting some requests. And ultimately, I'm here today to say that I did receive a book deal with Watkins, which is distributed by Penguin Random House here in the United States. Watkins is based in London, is a very esteemed and well-known publishing house that's existed for a long time that truly focuses on mindfulness, on thought leadership, on principles um, that really do connect with the mind, body, spirit, which is exactly what my wish was. So once again... My wish came true, which does not mean <laughs> I'm anywhere where I wish to be at this very moment because I keep striving to reach the, the absolute best that I can be, which to me means I share as much as I possibly can with all that has been handed down to me for centuries so that I can share it with the world. So I was able to, in some sense, embrace the opportunities that I had for Pillar One, which was medicine. I now have a lab that, that is contract manufacturing. We, we work with so many incredible brands around the world that are carried in all the places I mentioned before, sharing Eastern medicine, really still being on the forefront of herbal medicine and natural products. I now have this publishing contract, this publishing path that I'm on with Myung Sung Living Meditation, which is set to launch January 11th, 2021, is uh, currently available for pre-orders and based on my understanding is pretty is really resonating with people already, which is very exciting to me. Uh, really continuing to share all of the principles of Myung Sung, continuing to share the herbal medicine that is passed down in my lineage, and the third pillar, which I haven't spoken about too much because we only have a limited time, is movement. And that is something that I definitely look forward to sharing a bit more, but you can find in the medicine pillar, you can find it in the Myung Sung pillar, but ultimately just to complete that thought, 
the three pillars the third pillar of movement means just that constantly making sure that we do things in our life to create movement and flow and that can be in the form of taking a walk doing some stretching, lifting weights, for example. Of course, as I love to practice traditional martial arts, yoga, I do very much recommend as my kind of last tip here that although it's so good to do any kind of physical movement, it's very important to connect to movements that can not only strengthen your external self, which is your muscles, joints, your physique, if you will, but also really strengthen your internal, which is your organ systems, your muscles, joints, circulation. And so... That's what I mean when I talk about the three pillars. And so as far as I'm concerned, I just began my journey. I'm so grateful beyond, and I know that it is rooted in my deep faith in the universe. And I just so grateful for the opportunities that have come up so far, for the wishes that have been granted so far. And I must say though, at the end of the day, every time a wish is granted, it just propels me that much further to want to do more and to share more because like I said, I know I have a limited time on this earth and I will often say one day, maybe no one will remember my face. One day, maybe no one will remember my name, but I truly do wish to leave something behind on this earth that can help as many people as possible and leave something positive. And that is the ultimate core and root of Myung-sung and the eight keys. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.